Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs. Today, I want to talk to you guys about three things that you can do to take care of yourself. But these are things that are extremely important. And if you don't do them, no one else can do them for you. I was having this conversation about health and taking care of yourself. And one of the things that I said in this conversation was there are three things When we think about self-care, there are a lot of things that we can do to take care of ourselves. And also self-care can look very different for you than it can for someone else. There should be, I think, some things that are similar, which I think these three things everyone should pay attention to because they're going to benefit everyone. But there's also other things too when you think about self-care. So like I know some people, they love taking baths and that helps them relax. Me, for example, a bath doesn't do anything for me. In fact, I feel like when I take a bath, it just makes more work because then if you're throwing like bath bombs in there after I'm done with the bath like I have to clean my bathtub (laughs) and so I'm like that defeats the whole purpose because I can't just leave my bathtub dirty with the color from the bath bomb and so to me taking baths isn't really a self-care thing just because one I get anxious just sitting there I can relax for like five minutes and then after that I'm like ready to get out and then two I have to clean the bathtub afterwards. I will say that for fitness purposes, it does help. So if I'm extremely sore, taking an Epsom salt bath, that definitely helps. So I would recommend it for that. But there's different things that people do for self-care, right? And so I wanted to talk to you guys about the three things that I said in the conversation I was having that are extremely important. And if we don't realize that these three things are things that we can do, things that if we don't do, no one else can do them for us, even if they want it to. Even if you have supportive friends and supportive family that are like, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. You know, whenever we're juggling a lot of stuff, it's really important to ask for help. And a lot of times when we're feeling overwhelmed or we're feeling like we're dropping the ball, it's really important to stop and go, okay, wait a minute, I'm only one person. And I'm trying to take care of all of these different things. But I have people in my life that would be happy to help me if I ask. A lot of times we don't ask for help and we think we can manage it all. And it's okay to ask for help. So in those situations, you can. You can ask for help and be able to take care of things. But in these three things, girl, if you don't do them and if you don't make them a priority, they will never get done because no one, no one, even if they love you so much, no one can do them for you. And so I wanted to talk about them because we're at the end of the year. And I think that one, we should implement them now so that we can end the year with good habits, but also go into this new year and really prioritize at least these three things. Because I guarantee you, okay, that if you prioritize these three things, you're going to see how it impacts other areas of your life in a positive way. 
So the first one is your sleep. You know, we have heard so much, especially now, how much sleep impacts everything, everything in our bodies, our minds, even our gut. So prioritizing your sleep is number one. That's actually like the number one thing that I pay attention to before I pay attention to anything else is, am I getting enough rest? Because when I am tired, nothing functions. Okay, nothing. My brain is not alert. I'm cranky. I start snacking on crap instead of like healthier food because I'm too tired to like sit there and put thought and effort into getting a healthier meal. So I just snack on things. And it also affects how we go about things. It has an effect on our brain and how we do things that day. And so you want to make sure that you are prioritizing your sleep. Now, when it comes to like what time should you go to sleep? you're going to have to do research, okay? You guys should always do research on any topic that comes to mind that you're like, you know what, I need to be better at this. The reason is because when you start doing research, you become informed of different things. And when you have the information and the knowledge, it really helps you in making decisions. And it also helps you sticking to things because the more you research them, the more that you educate yourself around these topics, the more you're going to learn. And it's kind of one of those things that once you know, it's kind of hard to not know it. Once you know, like the effects that sugar, for example, has on your body, It's kind of hard to ignore it, you know, and then you start automatically without even thinking when you do it so much, you start making different types of decisions because now you know better. And so anytime you have a topic, research it, but research the benefits of sleep and what happens to your body when you don't get enough sleep. And then in your research, you're also going to find both arguments. There are people, experts and just normal people also, who will tell you that waking up really early is the best because you can kick off your day, have a productive morning, and it sets the tone for the rest of the day. And then you're going to have other people, specialists, scientists, people with knowledge also tell you that everybody's different. Some of us are early birds and some of us are night owls and your brain functions differently depending on what kind of person you are. So if you force yourself to get up too early, you might not be as productive because you are more alert and inspired, let's just say, at night. If that's you, then obviously you might benefit or do your best work late at night. For me, I'm going to tell you, I used to be a night owl. I used to have a hard time going to bed early, but it was because I would snooze my alarm all the time and I would sleep in and I would go to bed so late until I was like dead tired that I couldn't get up early. And I remember things started to change. Every time I tried to set myself up to like wake up early, it was the hardest thing. But I remember I did, and I'm not saying that this cleanse changed me, but I'm saying like, this is when I remembered it changed. (laughs) I did a 21 day cleanse where I was eating nothing but whole foods. I removed sugar. I removed all the junk food. And it was literally, I was eating a lot, but I was eating nothing but clean whole foods. And then the supplements that I was taking was helping my body detox. After I did that first cleanse, because I've done it a lot of times since then, I like to do it to give my body like a reset every now and then. And so when I did that first cleanse, I remember the first thing that I remembered within that first week, because it was 21 days, so it was three weeks. That first week I noticed 
my sleep changed. I was going to bed earlier because I was getting tired. Obviously, that's a sign when your body's detoxing, you're going to feel a little tired. And so I was going to bed early. I was sleeping so good through the night. And then I was waking up the next day without an alarm, just naturally before the sun even rised. And I was waking up really early and like with energy. And so I remember ever since then, I never went back. It was like my body just reset. And I have not used an alarm. I can't even tell you in how long. Years. I was wake up around the same time every day. I am rested. I go to bed early and it is the best because when I wake up early, my brain is functioning. I'm alert. I actually do the best work really early in the morning, which I love because before my kids get up to go to school, girl, I have knocked out some work already because I've been up for a couple hours. And so I freaking love it because then what happens is I start my day. Obviously, the first thing I do is I take care of myself. I do my morning routine. So I read my Bible. I may read a devotional book. I might read a little bit for fun if I have time. And then I work. And when I do my work, I do like the biggest task. The one thing that maybe I don't want to do later, I do that first. And what happens is it sets up my day. And because I already started in like the first two, three hours of my day, I've done so much, the day just seems like it's so productive. So do some research to figure out what kind of person you are, but try, I will say this, because if you think you're a night owl, try and see if you can become a morning person and have a routine of things that you're going to take care of in the morning and see how that works for you. Because everyone that I know who has always been a night owl, who transitioned into having like this miracle morning, loves it. They feel more productive. They feel like they get more done and they feel like the rest of their day can go a little slower because they got so much done in the morning. And when it comes to your sleep, make sure you guys are not sacrificing your sleep for randomness. I understand if there's things going on, important things, emergencies, but if you're staying up super late just to watch a show or just to be on the phone with someone, girl, no, like prioritize your sleep because you're going to notice a huge difference. Number two is nutrition. Listen, I understand it is really hard to eat clean, to go from zero to 100. You know, like if you just eat everything and don't even think about it, you may not even realize that you're as tired as you probably are. You may not even realize that your body is like working so hard because that's your normal. And so you always feel that way. And it's not until you change it for a little while, for a few weeks, right? And you start eating clean and you remove the sugar and the processed oils and the processed foods and all of those things. Once you get into a habit of eating clean meals, drinking a lot of water, you're going to notice a huge difference in how you feel. You're going to notice a huge difference in your energy. You're going to notice a huge difference in your mindset. You're going to notice you're more alert. You have more ideas. You may be more creative. You're working harder. It is a game changer. It is a game changer. And I remember I noticed that immediately when I started cleaning up my eating, that was one of the things that I was like, wow, I cannot believe that I was feeling like shit without noticing how much I was feeling like shit, you know? And it was because my normal was just to eat whatever and 
and leave my house and not pack lunch and eat whatever I found that was quick, which was usually a fast food place or some type of restaurant where I would get a huge meal and eat way too much. And so nutrition has to be a priority if you want to feel good. I know it's hard, which is why what works for me is like I've always followed a plan. And once I followed a plan to learn what kind of foods are healthier for me and, you know, have recipes that I could cook at home and know so that I didn't have the stress of trying to figure out what I was going to do every single day. Once I followed that for a little bit, I learned how to make it a lifestyle. Now, when I go grocery shopping, I don't just throw things in my cart. My natural, without even planning, you guys, I make a really quick grocery list of the things that we normally get, which are now the things that I would have gotten on those meal plans that I would follow when I would eat clean. And so when you think about meal plans, if you're like, I hate meal planning, I hate following a specific thing. I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. I get you. I'm like that too. For me, it was extremely important to learn how to eat healthy and make it a lifestyle because I don't want to eat the same thing every day. I don't want to eat chicken and broccoli or fish and broccoli. Like that stuff doesn't work. I need variety. I need flavor. It needs to be fun because I enjoy food. And that's what I learned is I can have all kinds of different things. I just had to replace the things that I was buying that was processed and learn how to replace them with healthier things. And also just to be real, cook my own food. I grew up cooking all the time. That's just part of our culture. So you just have to cook. If you're like, oh, I don't cook. I want you to think about this. okay? because this is so important. Unless you have the finances to outsource things in your life that are going to have a major impact in your life, then that's one thing, right? You have the money so you can pay for somebody to cook your food. You can hire a chef. We look at celebrities and we're like, oh yeah, it would be great. You know, it would be super easy to be super fit when I have a team of people, my own chefs cooking the meals that I'm supposed to eat and, you know, a team of trainers that are going to help me get in the gym and like force me to work out because if I don't want to get up and do it, like, they're going to be there. That's what I'm paying them for is to get me up and do it. But the reality is us people, us normal people, uh, we're not going to have a whole team of people pushing us to do what we have to do or cooking our meals. So unless you can outsource that stuff and hire someone to cook your meals using the ingredients that you need to consume, then friend, you have to learn how to cook. And the only way you learn how to cook is by burning a bunch of stuff and trying again. Okay, so this is so important. The reason is because of that, because if you don't teach yourself how to take care of the things that you absolutely need to do for yourself, then they're not going to get done. And the chances of you hiring someone to do it is very unlikely. So you have to take control of these things. There's a couple of things like cooking that you have to take control of because you're the only one that can cook your meals the way that you know will work best for your body. And when you cook your meals, you know what you're putting in there. When you go to a restaurant, you don't know, you know, and I'm not saying don't ever go to a restaurant. Yeah, you can go to a restaurant. You can find healthier restaurants, which is one of my favorite things to do. My husband and I will go out and we'll find different places to try different places. But even then, even if they're the super healthiest restaurant, you still don't really know you're not in the kitchen and checking every single label. And so for me, one of the things that I learned was like, okay, so these are the veggies I like. 
These are the things that I like to eat. These are the sauces that worked really well for me. And then those become my normal. So I go grocery shopping. I don't even think about it because I buy the same stuff all the time. And I make the same meals. And so it keeps it easy. So if you can take control of your nutrition, that is amazing. No one else can do it for you but you. Nobody can force food down your mouth but you. We make the choice of what we're eating. So you have to train yourself to make better choices. And my third one is fitness, okay? I put this, and this is actually in order, you guys. A lot of people stress so much about fitness, like they don't like working out, it's hard, it's challenging. And it's true, when you haven't done it for a while, it is hard. But hard doesn't mean impossible. We need to remove, we need to change our mindsets on things and stop looking at fitness like, oh, this is so hard and it's not enjoyable and it's not what I wanna do. And you have to go into it going, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm not trying to compete with anyone. I'm not trying to be like these fitness people online. I'm just going to do my best. I'm going to keep an eye on how I feel so that next time I do this same workout, I'm going to compete with that version of myself because that's when you're going to see how you progress. Like you can keep track of the weights that you're lifting for every move. You can keep track of how long you can go before you are extremely tired and need to take a break. You can keep track of all of these things so that you become your own competition. You shouldn't look out to everybody else on what they're doing because that can be discouraging. You want to just focus on you. Put your blinders on, ignore everybody else, and focus on you because at the end of the day, we all know this one thing. We know if we are half-assing our workout or if we're giving it our all. You know that. You know if you go into a workout and you pick something easy, by the time you're done doing that easy workout, you feel like you really didn't work out and you're just like, ugh. You feel annoyed. Nobody likes to go and do a super easy workout that's not going to challenge them because then you leave and you feel like you just sat here for 30 minutes or an hour doing something that really didn't challenge you and give you that feeling that you get when you challenge yourself and you go hard in your workout and you leave the gym or your house in my case. You leave your workout space drenched feeling like, wow, that felt good. Nobody likes leaving going, oh, I just did an easy workout that barely made me sweat because then you feel like you didn't do anything and it was a waste of time. So we all know when we're half-assing it. You know when you're giving your best. You know when you are being challenged. And you also, with time, will know if today you need to go hard or if your body just needs like a stretch. You're going to know, do I need to do a super hard, quick, like hit program? Or do I really need to slow down because my body's tired? So I'm going to do some yoga or I'm going to take a rest day because rest days are just as important as your workout days. You have to give your body time to repair itself and heal from the work you're putting in when you're training. So you have to go in and you have to have a fitness plan. Exercise is extremely important for our bodies. Okay, I don't care who you are and what you want to say about it. Exercise is important. Every single generation before us, way back in the days, okay, in the caveman days, they worked out all the time. Their lives were pretty much fitness, were including fitness into their every day because they didn't have the things that we have now that make our lives easier. But one of the things that I want you to remember is it doesn't matter how easy you have it and how many things and appliances and gadgets we have to make our everyday easier. That's great. We're blessed to be able to have those things. But you have to now because you don't have to go out into a field and hunt 
for your food and then carry all this meat back to the cave so you can have food. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You can get in the car and go grocery shopping or you can order your food and it's dropped off at your door, which is super amazing, right? But then you have to go, okay, well, now I have all this extra time because I didn't have to go to the grocery store. So what can I add in to challenge my body and exercise. You have to make time for it. The saying of, I just don't have time, I'm going to tell you right now, it's BS. Yes, you do. Everybody has time. Everyone. And I promise you, one of the things that really helped me get into the habit of leaving those excuses behind, if I said, oh, I just don't have time to work out, it was like, no, girl, that's BS. You do have time to work out because you're not as busy as these like people who, for example, I always think of doctors. Doctors who are on call, they work these long, long hours, and then they go home and they have to have their pagers or their phone pagers do they even have pagers anymore (laughs) wow i don't took it back we're over here talking about caveman and pagers people (laughs) but you know when doctors are on call they constantly work and what do doctors do now i'm not i'm not gonna say all doctors but most doctors they'll work out They have some type of fitness that they do. And I always think like all these people who are super busy, if they can work out, I can too. A lot of successful people, if you read a lot of like business books and stuff, people who are millionaires and billionaires who are asked, you know, what are the things that you constantly do that help you be successful? Like, what does your day look like? Every single interview had the same answer from all kinds of different successful people. And it was that they exercise and they eat healthy. Okay. They exercise and they eat healthy. A lot of them also disconnect, don't even start work very early in the morning because they spend that time. They don't look at email. They don't look at anything. They spend that time focused on themselves. They'll have a routine in the morning, like they'll read and they'll journal and they'll work out and then they'll jump into work. So if successful people know the importance of this, if people with like really busy schedules know the importance of this, then You can understand the importance of this too. And fitness is not one of those things, just like sleep and nutrition, that you can hand off and have someone else do it for you. It either gets done or not. And the crazy thing is with all of these three things, sleep, nutrition, and fitness, because no one else can do it for you and they can either get done by you or not, that also means that the benefits that can come from it or the consequences that can come from not doing them, you're the only one that's going to pay those. No one else can step in and say, it's okay, girl, I'll carry this illness that came up because you didn't take care of yourself. Like, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. It's you. It's your body and you are the only one that can take care of it. And the crazy thing is with these things, especially like nutrition and fitness, is that if you don't set the intention and the commitment, because it's going to get hard if you don't pay attention to these things and you're all of a sudden going to go, okay, I need to change how I'm living. I need to take care of myself. It is going to get hard. In the beginning, it's really hard. Your body goes through detox. It's not fun detoxing from sugar and all the crap, but you can get through it. You have to stay committed and you have to remember why you're doing it and you want to get to that part where you feel how good it feels because that's the part that's the part that can make this a lifestyle for you in the beginning it's really hard and you're just like why am I doing this I want to eat a piece of cake I want to you know that's your body craving all that crap but what happens is if you can stick to it you're going to get to a point whether that's two weeks from now three weeks from now you're going to get to a point where you're going to realize wow I feel really good and I haven't felt this good in forever and that is the moment when you realize how much you were feeling like shit on a daily basis and you didn't even realize it because you didn't know what health, good health, 
felt like until that moment. Trust me, you want to get to that point where you feel how it feels to feel healthy. Because when you feel that, your mind is going to have such a huge shift that when you go back and you're like, oh, I'm going to party, so I'm going to have some drinks and I'm going to eat some things. After you do that, you're going to feel horrible. And I'm not saying this to scare you. This is just the reality. You're going to be like, why did I eat all that crap? And you're going to regret life. And that's going to be your lesson of, oh, that's why I don't eat crap all the time. And that's how you become, you create this lifestyle. It doesn't have to be perfect. If anybody tells you that they don't snack on crap, they're lying. We are all human. We're going to have days. I have treats. And I also know which treats are going to make me feel like shit a lot and which treats I can get away with that are still not good for me, but it's okay. Like I'm human. I don't have them often, so I can have them once in a while. But like, I know these things. I know my body. I know what my body can handle. And I also know that if I'm in a space where, for example, I'm doing a lot of work or some event is coming up, I know stay away from these foods because you have this important thing that you have to work on or you have an event that's coming up that you need to feel your best for and eating all this crap is not going to help. And so I know how to focus on my nutrition, my sleep and my fitness so that I can feel my best for those things too. Okay, but you have to push through. You have to stick to it until you get to that point where you realize how good you feel every single day with this new routine that you have. And then you're going to realize how horrible you felt back then. And you're not going to want to go back to that. So then when your mind has that shift and you're no longer craving all the crap because you broke that addiction to all that stuff, you let your body detox. Now you're going to be like, oh, you're going to start enjoying your healthier meals. You're going to start craving different things because now you forced your body to eat healthier options. And as you do it more and more and more, guess what? The same way that all the crap we used to eat became our normal and took over our lives. Well, once you let those go and you add in the healthier things, those things become your normal and those things become what your body actually craves. I kid you not, you can ask anybody who follows a healthy lifestyle. They will go somewhere and they'll order a healthy meal, not because they're trying to be on a diet, no, because their body craves the veggies or like the freshness that comes with whole foods versus something fried. So here's the thing, friend. I'm sharing this with you because I want you to go into 2023 with a plan. Start implementing this stuff now so that when you get to the new year, you don't have to sit there and try to think about a new plan. These are things that you can do. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to invest in a person that's going to help you. Like you can and those things work. That's what worked for me. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you don't. This is only for the people. If you are like, girl, I don't have money to buy a fitness program. Like I literally I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to feed my children. I get it. But the reality is sleep is free. Nutrition, you have to buy food anyways, right? You have to buy food anyways. You can go and just replace things. You don't have to go and like buy organic. I know people are like organic is better, which yeah, if you can buy organic, cool. But if you can't, girl, just buy the non-organic thing. It's better than the bag of chips you're going to pick up, right? So you can make small changes in your nutrition. That's not going to affect your budget that much. And then you also have to remember too, because I think this is so important. We forget that when we look at things and we go, well, I buy the unhealthy food because it's cheaper. You also have to remember like, yeah, but then when you're sick and you need medication and you have to live on medication for the rest of your life, that's going to be hella expensive. So at some point in our lives, we do pay. We really do. 
So you have to make sacrifices. I remember a day when I told my husband, one of my goals was for us to one day be able to buy all our foods at Whole Foods. Because I remember I used to go to Whole Foods once in a while and pick up a couple things, kind of like as an indulgence, you know. And I remember looking around and watching people buy all their groceries. And I remember a lot of like health coaches going and like filling up their carts. And I remember thinking one of my goals on my vision board was that I wanted to buy all of my food at a health your grocery store. And you know, it took sacrifice. It did. But once I started realizing how important it was to buy healthier food and to switch things up, it just became a reality, you know, and that is what happens with goals. When you set your intention and you set the goal, you can reach it a lot sooner than you think, but you just have to understand the importance of it. Because if you don't understand the importance of it, how are you going to make it a reality? And then also too, understanding that you don't have to buy. So like if I want a bag of chips, but I can get a giant bag for, I don't even know how much a bag of like Doritos are right now. because I don't buy them. So let's just say when I used to buy them, they were like $2. Now I'm sure they're like way more. But if I can, just for example, we'll say if I can buy a giant bag of chips that are unhealthy and have so much crap in it for $2, or I can go to Whole Foods and buy a bag that's like literally, it says it'll give you six servings, but we all know when you open the bag, there's barely any in there. But it costs $7 for that bag of chips. This is one of the things that I always tell people when they say, well, I can't afford the more expensive option. And it's like, okay, but you also don't need chips to survive. So how about we don't buy any? Remember, your options on buying junk food, it's not let me buy the cheaper chip or the expensive chip, or let me buy this soda that costs less or this organic juice. Both of them are loaded with sugar, but still you don't have to buy either of those. Like you can drink water, you know? And so it's just changing your mindset on how you're even spending your money too. So I want you to pay attention to these things, start implementing them now, end your year feeling great and go into 2023. And I promise you, if you pay attention to these things, these three things, you're going to see a huge impact not only in your sleep, nutrition, and fitness, how you feel because of good sleep, great nutrition, and you moving your body, that energy is going to leak into everything else that you do. Everything. Every role that you play, every project you work on, everywhere you show up, you're just going to carry this like amazing energy and you're going to feel great and you're going to love it and you're not going to regret switching it up and creating a healthier lifestyle because you're going to love it so much that it just becomes a priority in your life and you don't skip it for anyone or anything. I promise you that. All right, friend, that is my three things that you can do that are going to help you take care of yourself and that nobody can do but you. I hope you found it helpful and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.